Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dumb Podcast? Hello everyone, welcome to Nerd Dome Podcast, episode 28, Set Go. Set go. <laughs> I just wanted to throw you off. Hi. Thanks Charles. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, introduce yourself, you asshat. <laughs> I am, I am Jebediah Nerd Storson. <laughs> Jebediah! <laughs> what? Ye old Amish beard. Ye old, ye old Amish beard going on. But so, Jebediah I don't think is an Amish I, name. He named me. I did. That was I don't know. And then you can, name, you, you go by Jeb! <laughs> oh God, no! Oh, Bush. you're Jeb. No, oh, you're not. I get that Jeb. back immediately. Jeb. I am Charles Nerd. Jeb. He's starting um, to become uh, blonde Jesus again. Blonde, blonde Jesus, <laughs> but Jesus didn't have a neck beard. He had like How a, do you know? He had Were like, you there? He had like, yeah. <laughs> that's almost as oh, good as the yeah. Ninja okay, Jesus that's on Walking Dead. Sorry. Okay. Ninja Jesus is badass. So, Jesus is I love awesome. Jesus on the okay. Walking Dead. Okay, so focus. Focus. Remember how we were going to focus this time? Nope. Yep. That was never yeah, that a was, thing. That was a thing that, that I said that we should do so I we can get through it. I don't, I don't All think right. I was here for that Edi- thing. See? Not a thing. Anyway, I am Charles Nerd Storson. Come buy shit for me at the Nerd Store. Where? In West Valley, Valley Fair Mall of Utah. And out in Tooele. And Tooele? And Tooele. Wow. Whenever anybody asks what what comic book store they should use on the Salt Lake Comic Con website, I always go, the nerd store in West Valley and Tooele. <laughs> and Tooele. And Tooele. When you were gone, out of town, I had to plug it, and I did horrible. I basically just complained about you. Yeah. That's all you ever do, though. <laughs> Just complain. <laughs> but I plugged their nerd store, so you should give me a raise. Wow. No, that's how it works. That's right. Not we need a raise. How that works. <laughs> In our own jobs. I from just him. got a raise. <laughs> not from him. No, well, that you need one from him. I agree. Right. Yeah. Do you want a raise of a, a hold? Or, like, I'm not sure what I can give you a fair I want raise. my hold to be number 616, damn it. I will work on that. <laughs> do we have a 616? Yeah, they do. We, Every we time just I barely ask. opened 666 the other I know. Day. I was wondering if, if they were active. Oh. I would have taken that one too. Probably. Just switch numbers. I'm pretty around. sure because right. all of the early 600s are brand new people that are That's still picking true. up. But anyway, they're all still active. If that ever goes inactive, it will become your number. Yes, but you I should. can just give you a 1610. You don't want to be the ultimate. No, no. What's no. the What's the apocalypse one? What's the apocalypse, apocalypse one? Eight something. Just do that. Just skip a whole bunch of numbers to get to that. For our next podcaster on the panel. There you go, I can do that. I am Uncanny Ryan. Thank you. God, Charles, you're trying to just hijack everything. I'm not trying to do anything. It's going to take us ten minutes alone just to get through the introductions. Yep. Hi, Uncanny Ryan. How are you doing? Fabulous. Yeah? Yep. Does it have anything to do with shirtless Chris Hemsworth? (laughs) (laughs) That was not fair. (laughs) That really was not fair. I am the superior Caitlin Booth, film critic for WatchPlayRead.com. Yay! Yay! It's my turn! It so, is your turn. I'm Spectacular Panda Pat. Now I am a red panda, which are more rare. 
Those are fire ferrets off of Avatar. Fire, <laughs> fire ferrets. <laughs> they're, they're called lesser pandas off of Final Fantasy XIV. Well, who the hell gets to d- decide if they're lesser pandas? That's some well, bullshit. I want to be a lesser panda. Yeah, but, so, but red pandas are way better than normal pandas, not lesser. Yeah. Shouldn't they be well, it's greater the panda? Oh they God. should be greater pandas. It's lesser L-E-S-S-E-R. Right. Yeah, still. They're the lesser version <laughs> of no. the panda. <laughs> no. They are smaller. Oh, oh me, me? Yes, you. I am the punducer, Sam. Um, pun. I'm, I'm a punducer. Yes, he produces puns. And, yes, and I really the, do. I'm the podcaster without fear, except I'm afraid of that one time I fell into a well, and then I was lifted up out of the well by a spiral of bats. <laughs> it was frightening. Is your is your mother's name Martha? <laughs> ah, very besties. A <laughs> very important plot point. Oh my god! Oh my god. We're gonna anyway, have fun. Anyway, we're gonna get to that after the after the break, and we're going to do a a uh, spoilery free segment for the Batman Superman, and then we'll the warn bees. you. We'll warn you, and then go into the uh, full on spoilers. But first, Martha. we just got done with Salt Lake Comic Con. FanX 2016. Yay! Did did you guys have fun? No. Yes. I'm still tired. <laughs> I am too, actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I felt like it all went really well. I, I didn't get to sit on any of Kyle's panels because all of his panels were at the same time <laughs> right. as all of my panels. But I did get to sit on in on uh, your guys on uh, Charles and Luke's last panel, which was fun. Yeah, that was yeah. a fun panel. It was a fun panel. Yeah. I was able to get stuff signed by some of my favorite artists. Actually, one. Just one. Just one? Just one. Just one person. Just one. Eric Basaluda. I can't say his last name. Ebass. Ebass. Yeah, that guy. That he's guy. famous for drawing naked boobs. Yeah, he's very good at his boobs. Hence the reason his I had boob, to get his boob drawing. Is fantastic. Drawing the best of the boobs. He did some witch <laughs> The naked boobs. Draws the best and of the naked did some, boobs. Um, <laughs> Did you know that his original tales. sketches go for like a shitload of money? Really? Oh yeah. I want him. He, there's a there's an annual that he did that's a three, uh, like it opens up to three different pages for Grim Fairy Tales. That's amazing. Hmm. So this is perfect for a visual medium. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ryan. Well, this no, is not a visual I'm just medium. Showing <laughs> Ryan. Boobies. Sir. How are your lines? Yeah. My lines are good. Did you like when we came yep. over and yelled at you that X Men suck? <laughs> yeah, I, and you turned bright red. <laughs> did turn bright red. <laughs> I, I'm very disappointed in myself so that I didn't fantastic. record that moment because so, it was perfect. So we're walking over to. We were going to meet Ryan at one place, but we took too long, and Ryan had <laughs> to go from that line to another line. He had to keep his schedule, so we decided to go find that line, and we did. And Kyle just creeps forward next to me. We were talking about doing it. We didn't actually think he was going to do it. And then he just, you know, Kyle, who usually just has this NPR voice, mm-hmm. when he's talking on the podcast. Oh, that's where I feel just like comes I know up him from. and goes, <laughs> X-Men sucks! And the look on Ryan's face when he flips around, eyebrows up, like, who in the fuck would dare say that shit? Who? Who has the balls to say that with me here? And then he sees that it's us with these big-ass shit-eating grins on our face and goes red from the front of his face all the way to the back of his neck because everybody in the line then turned and looked at him. (laughs) It was glorious. That's all true. (laughs) It was almost Chris Evans red. It was 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 almost Chris Evans red. (laughs) 
Because the, and then there were the people there that we were trying to. We we're like, let's just stare at him and see if oh, he yeah. turns. Let's just stare at him. And the people were just like, they're looking at us like we're the weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Can't which imagine we why. Which we were, but what uh, line were you in when you when they yelled? Out? <coughs> I don't remember. God, how many lines were you in yeah, that? Weekend? Go through your lines. Do you just want do a grand total? Do you yeah. have? Pardon my cough, by the way. I think I'm still fighting off some variation of concrud. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. At least you're not a full zombie. Twenty-two no. lines. Jesus, wow. dude. Good Lord. In. How was, was line con for you? It was LeVar Burton. That was who you were. I was in. It was LeVar Burton's picture. What was your favorite line? What was your favorite line? Did you make line friends? I always make line friends. Oh, there's no better way to get through those horrendous lines than to make line buddies. Did you? Did you continue your friendship after your line friends? No. Are you not friendly? I made line friends in the beer line. The beer. The beer lady knew me. Like, no. I had never told her my name, and she goes, here you go, Chuck. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Maybe she just calls everyone Chuck. <laughs> I, I hey there, t- Chuck. I had 23 lines. Sorry, I forgot I went to the Walking Dead experience, too. That was a line. <laughs> I can't believe you've never been to San Diego. You would love it. Seriously. Because San Diego is all about waiting in line. It's line con. Yeah. It's larger yeah. line con. Actually, so, you would do also do really well in England, because England is all about queuing up as well. Mm-hmm. They call it queuing there, not Yes, lines. I know. Because they're fancy? Yes. <laughs> they're fancy. In the queue. In the queue. I want to move to Canada um, my... so I can work for Gears of War. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? I found that out last night. <laughs> Thank you, Pat. Yay. Okay, what were saying? My, my favorite Pat. person to meet was LeVar Burton because I got to finish my Star Trek Next Generation cast photo, except for Phil Featon. Did he sing Reading Rainbow to you <laughs> in the ear? He did in the panel. He sang great. If I was him, that's what I would do. I'd like shake hands with the people I'm about to in take the, a picture with and then just hail Hydra style whisper. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. <laughs> in in the panel, like there was only like two or three Star Trek questions. Every other question was about Reading Rainbow. That's fucking And awesome. the moderator was like, I was not expecting this. And LeVar Burton goes, well, you have a particularly sophisticated crowd here in Salt Lake City. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. He was, it was super nice when I got the signature. I was like, hey, I've, I've been waiting for a long time to complete this. And he's like, oh, re- okay. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Like, I, I'm going to go. <laughs> like, and then he starts signing it. And then I told him, I was like, your character's one of the reasons that I was an engineer. And he's like, oh, and he fist pounded me and talked to me. That's cool. It was awesome. And then I had like a, like a, five-minute conversation with George Takei about equality and progress and stuff like hmm. that. That nice. was That's awesome. Fun. Have you watched this documentary yet? I have not. It's on it's, my Netflix It's list. really, really good. I got to see it at Sundance the, two the years to ago. Yeah. yeah, it's on my so, Netflix list. So the question is, um, if, if you've seen the pictures that Ryan put up, um, when you took your picture with Kate Beckinsale, what, what was she doing in that picture? She was being derpy. <laughs> I need to look at the picture. She wins the derp award. Like she's like one shoulder dipped. Like she's like, hey. So my friend at work, he has the same. Except on mine, she has a vapid look on her face. I don't. It drove me crazy. But on, on my friend's, his looks. She she's smiling and sh- she's not like she's looking at the camera instead of looking off in the distance and have with her mouth open. Like she isn't mine. But but um, his was was fine, and then you, you go and you, I I looked at some other people's that are posting on the Salt Lake Comic Con website, and they like they're in a group, and I thought she was just like posing that way because she didn't want to be touched, but they're like in this large group, and they. Why do you keep looking over there? Why is what? everybody looking to the, my right? We're just yeah. looking at you. I'm looking at you. No, Sam's I'm looking. Looking at you. I was looking at her. Okay. Wow. 
I thought you all were looking so, past so, me. Like, is there somebody behind me? So back to the Sorry. magic of radio. Uh, riding by. <laughs> <laughs> like she was in this group, and they're not even close to her, and she's still doing that same pose as if, don't touch me. That's so weird. See, oh, you're recording me. Is that and, what you're doing? And uh, that's why I wouldn't want pictures. to pay for a you know photo op because I'd be like, this is you're just awkward. You, you know what I did? I wanted to a lot of see Jillian Anderson. I walked by. She was sit- sitting at her booth, and I said, "Oh, there she is. Mission accomplished." <laughs> I have now seen the her. End. <laughs> the end. The that, end. Is that different than seeing her on TV? Because you've now seen her. Yeah, in person. I've seen her in person. Yeah. You don't like talk to her. You're just like that's that's that person. I'm like, I waved. Did she wave back? No, she she felt it. She fell, she fell <laughs> the way right there in the chestal sections. <laughs> she just suddenly sat up and was like, uh, somebody waved at me. Yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> you can so feel I assume it everyone Every does time. <laughs> so you went to the panels as well, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You had a busy Buzz con. Aldrin's panel was, was, was pretty awesome. Like, he told mm-hmm. really awesome stories. That was, that was Did- the one person whom I actually wanted to go meet, but I didn't want to pay to meet him. I just wanted to go over and shake his hand and ask him how he faked the moon landing so he could punch me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> did, did anyone go, how uh-huh. was space? No. no. How was space? He didn't ask questions. He just kind of yeah. was up there and monologued. Just the funny, one of the funniest things I thought happened. So they introduced him and everything, and they're like, also, we have uh, local dignitaries here. And he's like, like Orrin Hatch. And people Boo. booed. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. "That is fantastic." I have people booed. That is fantastic. Yeah, of course you would fucking do it, that <laughs> asshole. Yeah, That's that was funny. that was funny. Anyways, um, uh, Kate Beckinsale, if you watch her panel, oh. despite her mm. weird po- uh, poses and everything, like you, you kind of get an impression that she's posing strangely, so there's something wrong with her. But um, she, in her panel, she <laughs> was really entertaining. She's witty. She's quick. She's funny. I heard about the chocolate thing. She yeah. just doesn't chocolate like thing. people. Yeah. I, hashtag, yeah, I was crack. on the radio. They were talking about it, too. Hashtag tuckable chocolate. <laughs> oh, God. Go, go, go on YouTube oh, wow. that video, because it's all, hilarious. All you need to do is listen to the most recent episode yeah. of Geek Show, and they get into it in oh, great detail. Yeah, because Jimmy was, yeah, one Jimmy that was moderating, moderating. Yeah. Charles, I have no idea Charles, what you guys are talking Charles, about. How was how was vending and actually sitting on a panel with me? Sitting on the panels was fun. Vending was kind of awful this year. Yeah. Oh really? How come? Yeah. They stuck me in a fucking terrible oh, spot. Oh yeah, that's right. They did. Like, they bullshit. walled you in. It was bullshit. They fucking put a giant Xfinity thing in front of me. I pay for two ten by ten booths. They gave me an eight by ten. Two eight by tens, and then the aisle was like, yeah, no. I can. I felt wild. bad for the but, people behind you. Oh and god, they little, were like like they were really well, boxed in. They were promised an end cap like I had. They were promised two corners uh, on an aisle and they were given two middle inlines that they then had to build their booth in as yeah. though were an end cap. Yeah. yeah. Con the guys that I guess it, it's not the con, it's the people that they contract. Mm-hmm. I found this out this year that everything they do they contract out for the con and the layout people fucked uh, this one up pretty bad but the con's you taking care of us. Job. So <laughs> yeah, and they, they fucked it up. Um, but no, I mean other than that, it was kind of nice because we were slow enough that I was able to actually walk around. Yeah, which is the first time I've ever walked the entirety of Salt Lake Comic Con. Oh, it wasn't a lot to walk around this time. It was yeah. True. Small it was floor. pretty boring. Yeah, how, even still, it's still the how best did, I've been able to walk they around. They didn't even have my Tonberry plush. I don't Aww. know what that is. I'm so sad. I know it's what that is. Final um, but I will, now that I know you're looking for one, I'll keep an eye out. Yay! I managed to find uh, Luca Daredevil lanyard. Not nice. at the con, but online this week. So now I know what to keep an eye out for. Because I've been waiting for about a year now. 
It has not been a year. See, to get That's why I said about. the tone, it's Mary been Plush, like you have months. to stab somebody. <laughs> yeah, you um, have to stab someone. That's what I thought. You have to but move forward very, very slowly. Yes, <laughs> you have to walk to towards him. It takes about five shuffle, minutes to walk towards him, and then you stab him in the shuffle, stomach. Shuffle, stab. I miss those games. How Final Fantasy nerd How did you like the Jessica Jones panel? It was all right once I stopped worrying about people interrupting me. Yeah. Do you have any idea how hard I laughed when I went and talked to him after that panel? He's like, people kept interrupting me. I was like, really, Charles? Yeah, yeah. You of all people are annoyed about that. Not really. There's seriously a picture that perfectly captures that panel. It's uh, I'll put it up on the page, but I think it was right when Charles said, well, I'm going to disagree with everybody else on the panel. (laughs) Caitlin's laughing. Uh, Charles is talking. I've got my hand on my head like, God damn it, Charles. I believe that's actually what you said. You you said something along the lines, of course you are. (laughs) And Rebecca's like, oh, really, Uh, Charles? That was that was kind of challenged me. I I need to start listening to Hello Sweetie now. I've never listened to them before, and now I want to. I'm glad I'm not the only one who is astonished at the stuff that comes out of your mouth. (laughs) No, most people are. I almost I almost had to fight him at the Marvel panel. Well, when he he mistakenly said because I I I hated Daredevil instead of Deadpool, I was like, "What'd you just say?" He, he threatened Meanwhile, me. Meanwhile, I'm in the audience going, uh-oh. <laughs> I didn't Get him. say Daredevil. I said I was, Daredeadpool. I was waiting for you to <laughs> bet you won't hit him. <laughs> <laughs> I should have encouraged that. Uh, that was I'm fun. flex on you. <laughs> yeah, and no, I was I was no surprised flexing. when I went to the uh, uh, the Captain America the Captain America Civil War panel. That thing was like packed. Yeah, like, they were bringing it. They were bringing in like one person at a time, and I'm like, Whoa. I came in at the very end, and there was only like four shares in the back. Uh, did, you got a chance to sit in with most of my women of Marvel panel, didn't yeah. you? Look, yeah, how about did that, half did, of it. Yeah, no, you? I I had to get a seat in the back row. Yeah. So how did that go? I, was, I, no, I can only go from my perspective because I was on it. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. It was it was funny, and uh, yeah, no, it was like you know a lot of people think when they're going to go to that, you know. Like a women in Marvel panel, they're gonna get you know feminism blasted in their mm-hmm. face. Like you know, I don't. <laughs> oh please, no, 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 continue. No, no. I'm the trying. Blast no, there's another word. No, there's another word. Dig up, dig up, Luke. What's the other word? It's not fem. It's militant feminism. <laughs> sure, but it wasn't like that it, at all. It was a, like. It Anyone could have walked a, in it there. It was a celebration very, of not yeah. only the women in comics, but also the women who are currently making comics. Yeah. And we didn't just stick to Marvel. We did talk about, like, we brought in Gail Simone at least once. Mm-hmm. We talked about Fiona, whose last name is escaping me. Staples. Staples. Thank you. Fiona yeah. Shrek? No. I was, that's no. what I was going to say. Staples. But yeah, it went, I, I thought it went well. I got to stay in the same room for my next panel, too, which was also yeah. intense. That was an intense panel. That's when I had. That's when I had to go over to because I saw that one, and then my Marvel Cinematic one was after that, which was funny because both Shannon and McCord were late for it. Oh, nice! So Jeremiah was like, "We should shame them when they came in," and he downloaded the Shame Bell app. <laughs> so when they came in, it's like ding ding shame, and everyone starts shaming Shannon's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> I'm two minutes late. And I get fucking shamed." <laughs> and then McCord comes in at a dead sprint. And he's like, "I thought the panel was an hour later." <laughs> he's like, "I had to get stuff off the floor before it closed." <laughs> But yeah, that was fun. And then right after that was our comics one, which was really yes. fun. How was the LGBT panel? 
intense. That was the intense one? It was. It was very intense. Um, we didn't, apparently that panel got hijacked last year by somebody's during the Q&A, so we didn't leave a whole lot of time for Q&A, but the people who did ask questions were just heartbreaking. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, first of all, when we kind of went down the line and everybody introduced kind of, I don't want to say who they were representing, but like where they fall on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I said that I was asexual, I got cheers, which blew my mind. And then one of the first questions we got asked was a girl in the front row who was ace, who was saying that she was having a very hard time explaining to a male friend of hers who just didn't get it. And it was just, she just, he couldn't, he didn't, couldn't wrap his head around. It was hurting their friendship. We had another young girl. I want to say she was in probably her late teens, maybe early twenties at the oldest, who was saying that her family was not being accepting at all. And one of the, uh, the author, Michael Roop had to say, Basically, what we were all we all needed to tell her was, you need to cut the people out of your life, even if they're your family, if they're toxic to you. You need to focus on yourself a hundred percent. Once the Q and A was over, I swear to God, they bunch of people they just swarmed the front of our table, and I had one girl come up and start crying on me, which was really intense. And it was just it was. I, I'm really glad I did it, and I'm I'm I hope I get to do it again next year because all of the people I was on the panel with, I have now gotten to know them really well, and yeah, it uh, it was it was really good. I wish we could have rec- I wish uh, I could have found someone to record it. Yeah. It would have been a good one to record. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, just talking about like with the other panelists. That's what I love about going and doing that, like seeing people that I only really see at the cons, like Rebecca and Jeremiah and Trent. I don't see them outside of that, so it's it's always like a, a nice. Nice meetup of nerds. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Pat, you were there for a little bit, right? I was there for the first day. And how did you like it? It was good. I had to sneak away because I was required to work this time. Aww. That sucked. Slave so driver like, Jebediah. Go and I went and got a signature. Driver. And I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I did go to the bathroom. You legitimately could have just said, hey, I'm going to go take an hour break. And I would have totally been like, all right, go for it. Well, you didn't have to try and sneak away. It was pretty busy early on, and it I was, was. worried Thir- that I Thursday. I, you seemed there was always like a lot Thursday of traffic. Thursday was our there. busier day. Yeah. Actually, it the was rest of the nuts. weekend kind of sucked, but Thursday was Thursday was. A good I feel day. like a lot of people do their shopping on Thursday. Every other year, it's Saturday. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I think a lot of people. Should, a lot yeah. of people, I, I think, think have started sh- to avoid the floor on Friday on Saturdays mm-hmm. yeah. because of the last three events have been and, so bad, and this time it wasn't bad and, at all. And then there's a, all the celebrities will go on Saturday only. So if they're going to do that, they'll go to the panels and wait in the line. Saturday over in the line area was fucking insane because I walked over crazy. with you and you were trying to find Tudic. Alan Tudyk, and he was gone again. You still don't get your I don't know when like a leaf in the wind. autograph for like a leaf on the wind. Oh, yes, I didn't Sam. know you didn't get it. I'm yes. sorry. No, I went over to get it, and I went over like halfway through the day this year <laughs> on the Saturday. Because last year I went like the very end of the day Saturday, and I was got there right as they capped the line and said you can't come in. I'm like you son of a bitch. I was so, so I went mad. a few hours earlier this year, and his his booth was gone. His yeah. banner was gone. Like, Everything he was, gone. was just gone. And that was the thing when we what first the fuck happened? when we first walked by, I looked over and there was like a, I thought it was a huge line because Summer Glau was there signing, mm-hmm. but the Michonne was right next to her, mm-hmm. and I thought that big line was for Summer Glau, and then we literally walked down and then walked back and it was closed, and I was like. I could have just walked up. There were like two people there. I was like, son of a bitch. I was so mad. But so overall, you guys had fun? I bought some awesome art pieces yes. this time. Tell, yeah, tell I got them some about, good art too. I'm super excited about. 
what did giant you get? canvases that is the kind of that splatter paint drip mm-hmm. paint style of Captain Marvel's symbol and uh, I don't Spider-Man's think I've actually seen piece. the art that uh, you bought yet. It's beautiful. It's in my car. It's beautiful because I still haven't taken it inside. <laughs> Take a picture of it. Did you get someone okay. else too? And then I got Chad Harden. I got a sketch from Chad, which was cool. really cool. I got an a sketch awesome from Chad too. Captain America, be, get, like bloody up Captain America, which was pretty awesome. I got to watch a friend of mine spend a whole ton of money on <laughs> Chad original art today this yeah. year, and I didn't even have to encourage him. <laughs> nope. Usually, I'm the one. Kyle sitting on, helped. Kyle helped. On yeah, that usually, one. usually it's me sitting on Denzel's show, going, "Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it." Nope, I didn't have to encourage him at all. I was really proud. Which, which we get, we got to thank him for a lot of yes. the pictures and the video and stuff. Yes. Have you guys, by the way, have you guys seen Chad Harden's Kitty? No, Kitty oh, Pride. Kitty Pride, yeah. It's have you good. seen this Kitty Pride? Not. The one that was oh on the metal. God. Oh the no, yeah. Metal card. The, he, he, she, yeah, her and Lockheed. Yeah, yeah and so he that. he took the, awesome. the, he took his kitty that's just the her front coming out of the wall and made it into a metal print. And I picked that up while I was there. Nice, it's beautiful. Yeah, I got I got the the. I think we both got the Agent Carter. Yes, uh, actually, uh, that guy's name is Bob the Artist, mm-hmm. Bob and the artist. his daughter was working Jamie Tidell's booth. And, um, yeah, her name is Murphy. Den's pretty much adopted her for the weekend <laughs> because Jamie wasn't there. And, like, we brought her food a bunch of times. And she was super was nice. Cool. She was going to give us a print for it. And we were like, you don't need to do that. We yeah. just went and got you Colombian food, like, three times over the course of the weekend. No big deal. Yeah. But, yeah, I got, I, I got a, we, me and Luke both got a We Can Do It Rosie the Riveter Agent Carter print. And he also had a Jessica Jones print that I yeah. absolutely had to have. And, and surprise, surprise, I got a Daredevil print from him. What? Was, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I know. Which apparently, that was funny. In all of my panels, the, the Luke being a Daredevil fan uh. had preceded me because they would go, we're going to let Luke handle this one. <laughs> or what, Luke? You like Daredevil? And I'm like, I... I know, like, two of you, but how do you know? <laughs> oh, my Fogwell's gym shirt and my Daredevil hat. <laughs> and your Daredevil oh. cosplay on, yep. on that Saturday. Was, is that picture with you and that superhero action mm. figure? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> me up every damn time. <laughs> oh, my God. So yes. I took a picture of Matt Murdock facing the wrong direction in a superhero, like, action figure box. Yeah, that was was a, I laughed and laughed and laughed <laughs> when I saw that picture. It was I got lectured by my parents today about the, fla- the fact that I'm drinking from a flask in almost every single picture. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how much vodka did you drink? I was like, probably only about a shot's worth. It was really terrible vodka. That was the point. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, uh, uh, you should have filled it with wild turkey. No, I don't, I don't, I'm not a whiskey person at that, all. That <laughs> picture of uh, us and the Luke Cage that walked by, and I was like, you, stop! <laughs> you, stop. Caitlin, get over here. Yes. We're taking this picture. Oh, yes, we are. He was a great Luke Cage. What about your awesome lean of over the Disney oh, princess's yes. shoulders? Okay, so funny thing, right? So, like, we're standing out in, like, the main hall area, and I kind of look down the hall, and there's, like, a set of, like, the Disney princesses and princes taking a picture together. And so I, like, creepy lean into the picture <laughs> with my red Matt Murdock glasses on, <laughs> and they snap the picture. And I'm on my last panel, and uh, my wife sends me, she's like, oh, my God, look at this. And it's, like, the official Comic-Con picture <laughs> of all of them. And you can see me leaning with my big red glasses <laughs> all the way down the hall. Denz is in it, too. I didn't but, see that. So, so I put it, I, haven't seen I put it as God. my cover photo on Facebook. Book, right <laughs> to be funny i showed uh rebecca and uh maya at the end of the panel and they're like oh my god you need to put that as your facebook picture so i did and then i started getting friend requests from everybody that was in the picture and i was like oh, oh i've been getting they, a lot of friends do they do they think it's 
just because I th- that their pictures do they not see me all the way back there? Probably not. They're Probably just like, not. oh, he likes the picture. No, Let's I, be friends. I just <laughs> I, I I thought it was funny just for the fact that like he's just like this, just just straight creepy. It's it's not standing in the picture, you know, all upright and. Funny, we need to post that to the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I'll page. post it on the just, Facebook. He's like page. leaned into great. it, and I think we were mid conversation too. Because <laughs> ev- if you look at the way Denz is looking at me, he's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Denz is gonna be pissed. He doesn't like it when he ends up in pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan just saw it for the first time. It's, seriously, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we found we found an awesome Luke Cage, and we put that up on on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That one's. That one was awesome. Oh yeah, we have a Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. And an Instagram. We I have a Twitter have too, a Twitter. but I still haven't really yeah. used it. Wait, who's running our Twitter? Michelle. Uh, yeah. That's what I thought. Me, Chad. We got it. Well, like I got this thing where it was just like you know, you know, tweet, 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 and I'm like, from who? Oh, from us. When? Uh, oh, I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like it was a Christmas surprise. Uh, All right, so um. I, my, I need to. My, my family thanks you, Charles, for for all the things that you helped them with. You saved that hat for me, and Luke was all to have. Yeah. And then and then they had to exchange. <laughs> what that. was this? No, because remember when like, I, I got the shaky? I got the. You're like here, put this one over here. I'm like, mm, no, let's get this one. Oh, and I put that hat. I was like, this one's in better shape. And I went. And oh, that's right, I'm like, that's I'm right. a hat guy. Yeah, I know. That's right. Yeah, I was excited to see it. that in my Easter basket. Awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> and then the exchanging that lanyard, because I told them to buy the wrong one. It was funny, because my mom was looking at the, the Wonder Woman lanyard, and then on the way, because they were like, oh, we'll get, we'll get that for her for Easter. One of her Easter things. And then on the way home, she's like, yeah, I saw this lanyard, and I didn't care for the Wonder Woman one, but I really liked the BB-8 one. And I was like, ah, crap. <laughs> Good. So I need to go exchange that now. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank I'm you. glad I can help. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm here. All right, so we got uh, we got. I only have like three little things of of news. Um, news, news, news. Um, there's a James the Gunn put out a picture today of the Last uh, Supper, the la- <laughs> Groot's Last Supper, <laughs> and it's I want it's my friend Last Supper. It. It's the Last Supper um, picture with Groot in the middle and rockets to the side, and like Drax is leaning over doing the Judas thing, whispering into the air, and it's just like it's at the bar, like That's the awesome. alien bar. And it's it's fantastic, and I really wish they would have kept that in there, or at least put it in the um, like special oh, features or great. something. But it's great. Um, that's great. It's really all I had to say about that. I saw it today, and I thought it was hilarious. Is that it's fantastic? It's fantastic. Yes. It is fantastic. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing I read today was that Suicide Squad is doing a reshoot <laughs> to add more humor. This, this, no, <laughs> stop, stop, DC, stop fucking with your movies. Just but put it the do fuck you out. Think, do you think it has to do with the yes, of reviews course it of the yes. it, Yeah, It's probably not helping, but... A lot of people take reshoots as, oh, this movie's doomed now. No, almost Every everything. Movie does yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of movies do at least Didn't two weeks. Civil worth War of, do it. Yeah, after, Civil War did at least two Spider-Man weeks. Stuff. They Civil had to War did at least two weeks worth of reshooting. It's not that uncommon it, now. Doesn't the every movie the, schedule reshoot time? Yeah. Yeah, like a just in case. Yeah, they do. Just in case. But for some reason, a lot of people still have it. Still has a negative connotation for a lot of people. Well, the the fact that they are reshooting itself doesn't bother me. The fact that they are reshooting because of a reaction to that bugs me. 
It's well, the suits. Have they did yeah. who where what is that source? Uh, I think it was it wasn't I saw it on Newsarama and on um Cuz I want to know exactly on, who said uh, that because it wouldn't surprise me if that was something that where people said, "Oh, they saw Suicide Squad I, going back yeah. for reshoots and then someone said, "Oh, they're probably going to go had more humor because, you know, I think Batman it was on a comic book resources also was doing it. And there was like I saw like 3 or 4 that I usually go to that are not, you know, not 100%, but they're usually usually pretty I'll okay. Check. So I'm just curious. Um and frankly, I don't care. Let no. me just see the movie. Yeah. If you, if you need to reshoot itself. it to make it better, yep. cool. Show me what the movie is. At the same time, Warner Brothers needs to realize that the suits need to stay out of their movie making and let the creators create. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Fox um, learned. Kind ish. of. Fox ish. has not learned. Fox has not learned like really at they, all. The only they thing just, they've learned is Fox will only put let Brian okay, Singer, Brian make the Singer you can actually do what okay, Fox you will only put its faith in you're certain talking people. More, yeah, right. you're talking more about Deadpool, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was they were like, eh, we're gonna put it in. like they were like, no, their their intervention with it was give us some of that money back, <laughs> give us some of that yeah. money back. But, but uh, yeah, Fox I see will what only put its faith in certain people. They Matthew Yvonne and Brian Singer both seem yeah. to be able to do whatever they want. At Fox, but yeah. if you're not Matthew Vaughn or Brian Singer, eh, you're gonna have people interact coming in and poking with your movie. And it's weird how those movies tend to suck. Hmm. <laughs> um, Non-creators trying to create something isn't usually a good thing. Yep. The other thing w- that I pulled up today was uh, the DC Rebirth creative teams were announced, and we have the uh, we have the list of them for what was that fake month that you made up? <laughs> the the no, it was June? a fake artist. June? The, the, the June. May and June's oh. releases of we're gonna the DC Rebirth. That's it's, where it begins. It's really only one day in May, and then all of June. So all of our all of our made up months start with an um, like mm. maple 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 and maple 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 we only make up months yeah. around May we don't actually like the month of May we just want it to be maple and maple <laughs> should we just name this episode from maple to maple <laughs> But Charles has Charles has the list of the oh uh, stuff, so go for it. All right, so you can come in and purchase these th- things from me at the Nerd Store. Nerd um, Store, where's that? In Valley Fair Mall and in Tooele. Good I'm job, Pat. Yay. Yay! Go Pat. Go Pat. Um, all right, so the the standard Rebirth special, which this is the is this the eighty, it's the 80 page? page? Yeah, this is the massive one that they're doing to kind of start the whole process. Uh, it's going to be written by Jeff Johns with, it looks like, four different artists on it. Which makes me think that they're going to split it up into, like, four different, like, this is the Green Lantern story, this is the Batman story, this is the Wonder Woman, or, you know. Kind of like they did with that Divergence free comic book. Or what they book. did with that. Yeah. that uh, Except for it's all written by the same guy, which kind of also That post-Secret Wars, but. that post-Secret Wars Marvel. Yeah. That they did, too. Where yeah. there's just basically a preview for four other comics. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be written by Jeff Johns with art by Ivan Rice. Uh, Phil Jimenez, Ethan Van Shiver, and Gary Frank. Then on June 8th is, well, no, it looks like June 1st is the next big one, um, which is going to be Batman Rebirth, number one, which is going to be written by Tom King and Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder's bye-bye to 
to the yeah. Batman title. Which is it's cool that he actually we actually but Tom get a, King is so good. Right, Tom King's great. We get a moment for Snyder to actually hand off his throne to yeah. somebody. That's not makes that me Tinian. excited. That's well, not that, that, well, that's the thing. He's he's handing one off to Tinian and, and one off one to off. Tom King, who writes. Uh, he will also be writing a Batman title. Yeah, who writes the the Vision currently? Yes, King and, does. Yeah, yeah, Tom King does, and then Tinian has done it. Um, Tinian's first Tinian solo stuff with, was Batman TMNT, which has been fantastic. Right. Well, well, his first Batman, Batman solo stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, he had written all of the Batman and Robin Eternals and yeah. Batman Eternal, but those were mm. all plotted by Snyder and written by Tinian. Um, so we have that with art by Mikkel Janin, which I have no idea who that is. And then we also have Green Arrow Rebirth number one coming out on June first. Which is by Ben Percy and Otto Schmidt, with Otto Schmidt, Otto, Otto Schmidt, Otto Schmidt. Otto Schmidt. <laughs> which I've been watching a lot of um, Malcolm in the Middle lately, <laughs> so I just think of Otto from Malcolm in the Middle. Um, and wow. then Juan per- Perea, is that who that is? I don't even know who that guy is, honestly. That one. Yeah, sure. Perea. I don't know. All right, they'll also be continuing. That same creative team will be continuing on to Green Arrow, which is going to be a twice monthly. Uh, Green Lantern Rebirth is also going to come out on June 1st, which is written by Jeff Johns and Sam Humphreys. And I think Sam Humphreys is taking over he is, one yeah. of the Green Lantern overall. Yeah, he's taking over Green Lantern on the twice monthly. Green Lanterns? Green Lanterns, that's right. With an, that S. With an S. <laughs> <laughs> and then Superman <laughs> Rebirth is uh, also June 1st, which is Peter J. Tomasi and Tomasi. 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 He writes. He currently writes Green Lantern right now. Ah, that's why I don't know him, because I don't read Green Lantern. And art by Doug Mankey. Um, then we have June 8th, you have Action Comics renumbering with its number 957. What? Because that'll get new readers in. We've already had this discussion. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. Can I get a trade of one number one through 936? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. Um so that one's going to be written by Dan Jurgens, and it's also a twice monthly. Most of these are now twice monthly, aren't they? Oh, I'm sorry, just yeah. fans. They're yeah. dropping it down to two ninety nine again, but you're getting two books a month now instead of one book a month. Uh, right. Um, sounds like is, twice as fast that I'm going to fall behind. <laughs> <That's exactly laughs> right <my> thoughts. <laughs> and then this is also has three different artists on it, including a local, Tyler Kirkham. That's cool. I like him. So, yeah. He's cool, and I'm excited for him to be on action, because maybe it'll actually be good. <laughs> It's Superman. Superman's never good. <laughs> <laughs> then oh, a, Superman. That's mean. Th- it's true. I have a thing. What's your thing? She has a thing. You're not supposed to bathe bunnies. Well, thank you. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're not what supposed to hell? give them baths. They can die. Cool. Yeah, it, their fur <laughs> holds the water in. What, a, what about, so that's why Superman sucks. <laughs> you have to have them completely dry because their fur is so thick that it will hold the water close to the skin. And cause hypothermia and death if you don't dry them completely. And death! Can you dry them with a blow dryer? So what, bunnies can't get rained on? No, they can. They Most of the time they'll get out of it. If you fully submerge them, they're likely to die. They won't die. It's not like a guarantee. But they're more likely to die hypothermia and die. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Thank you Fun for the bunny life. This is now turned into NDADD. <laughs> <laughs> the more you All know. Right. Anyway, I'm just going to run the through the rest of this list know. real quick. Aquaman Rebirth on June 8th uh, by Dan Abnett and Brad Walker, Jesus Marino, and Phil Brionis. I don't know that that's the guy. That same team's going to be on to Aquaman number one after the Rebirth Aquaman. crap on Aquaman. June 22nd. Cal Drogo. Um, My favorite. Flash, of- I'm actually going to start reading now. 
because it's written by Joshua Williamson. And, and if it's anything like the TV show, it'll be adorable. It won't adorable. be. It's written by adorable. Joshua Williamson. He doesn't write adorable. <laughs> <laughs> he writes creepy, and I'm excited for it. I want adorable. Um, Creep adorable. I'm in love with Barry. But Owen. it's Joshua Williamson and uh, with art by Carmine. Yeah, that's a last name. That, like, <laughs> it's like super Italian. Yeah, it's Carmine it's Italian. Like D, um, yeah, here, Ryan wants. Well, I want to try. Wants and then Neil Gouge. 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 You should jump to the end of that list because the end of the list so, is the best part. Di Gianni Domenzio. Yeah, that guy. Well, look at you being all fancy. Look at you being all Italian. <laughs> uh, and then Detective Comics renumbers with nine, number 934 with James Tinian taking over at writer, Eddie Burroughs, and Alvaro Martinez at artist. And the big one that me and Luke are now super excited yeah. about, Wonder Woman Rebirth. Wonder Woman! Uh, is going to be done by Greg Rucka. Greg Rucka! Who's fucking amazing <laughs> and phil winslade who i don't know who you know who that is but i don't care because greg rucka but greg rucka and then wonder woman number one is going to be a twice monthly with greg rucka and liam sharp on one of the two months and nicola scott on the other one which i am fucking excited for because she's an amazing artist she yeah. does uh black magic with him right now yeah so, greg rucka is gonna there's be awesome. your all right quick well we're going to take a podcast promo break and then come back with some spoilery free Batman v Supermaning stuff. Martha. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna push the button now. Hi, this is Felicia from the Utah Outcasts extending a personal invitation to you. Come be an outcast with me, Kyle, and X. I hope you love the show as much as I do. We are three unashamed atheists living in Utah, and every week we talk current events, including pop culture, along with a different guest each week. If you listen closely, you can hear me doing the show topless. Come find us at Utah Outcasts on PodHell.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and even Google Play. Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And UtahOutcast.com. Come be an outcast. Bon nuit. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Thanks, Pat, for the click. For letting me <laughs> Sorry. know. Um, so, we're going to talk some full-on... BVS. We're about to V all up on this table. All up on the BS. Beavis. <laughs> so it'll take about ten minutes. <laughs> so talking Charles, about the beeves. Charles, tell me your general spoiler free feelings of the beeves. Of the beeves? Yes. I didn't totally hate it. I didn't it's not a great movie, but it's an average movie and I'm excited to see where they go. I'm excited to see where the universe goes moving forward. That's funny. I have Excellent. the opposite feeling. I, go VVM. ahead. Put your oh, feelings. Wait, hold on, hold on. We oh, have opposing feelings. <laughs> whoa, whoa, guys, guys. So someone get no fighting. Someone get Perry no White to run down and pull a newspaper off the presses. <laughs> Caitlin and Charles disagree on something. Ooh. No, if, if anything, this movie has made me very, very worried about the future of the DC universe. Ah, DC Be- sucks. Because, <laughs> because says the lady in the um, shirt. Uh, we will get into. It was cold. My exact feeling why I'm very worried about the future of the DC Universe. But right now, I think I described it in my review as they are so worried. They're so worried about build, about getting their DC Universe upline that they have forgotten that they need to actually build a world for these characters to exist in. And they seem to have forgotten that, you know... I mean, like I said, the reason, one of the main reasons is a big spoiler, and I'll get into it later. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very concerned. 
And uh, whenever people people have been asking me what I thought about the movie all week, and most of my responses have been, it's whatever. Yeah. It's whatever. whatever. Do you think it would be better if they had done a Wonder, Mo- Wonder Woman movie and an Aquaman movie before? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. I think that's the general consensus. That's kind of how Marvel did it. a lot of um, stuff. Is to get into the Aquaman and the Flash and the Cyborg thing is a spoiler, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think, for me, it had... They tried to cram too much story into too short of too short yeah. of a film, and, and not too many characters. Two and a half hours, just long. too much, too story. much story. I, yeah. I, I want to specify that because yeah. I really don't feel like any one character was lost in this film. I really don't feel like I I liked all of them. I felt like they were all well well treated, with the exception of the fact that they just tried to cram too much in, too mm-hmm. much total story in, and it also had the pacing of a Michael Bay movie. Yeah. yeah, which that, it's not saying it's as bad as a Michael Bay movie. It just yeah, action, action, story, yeah. plot to move. I didn't think there were that many action mo- scenes. Yeah. To be honest, Ryan, you've seen it twice. I have, I have seen it twice. Mm. <laughs> yeah, about like that. Yeah, I it's mean, well thought out. Mm. <laughs> I liked it. I didn't. Well, I didn't hate it. There's it's a big difference between liking that something I want and not to, hating something. Yeah. It's not that I want to kill it. It's that I don't want it to go on living anymore. Hold <laughs> 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 um, uh, Yeah, I, I loved the end. I loved when the heroes team up against the villain. That was, I think, really good. Um, uh, there, there is one of the best Batman fighting scenes if you take out mm. all the murder. Yeah. <laughs> The manslaughter. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. I have a lot of feelings it's about that. Batman, um, Batman. That's it's what he does. So murdery. Well, yeah, we'll get we'll get, we'll get into that Just a little murder. bit later. I actually, had someone asked me if uh, Batman vs Superman was rated R because he wanted to take his. Uh, I think it was eight year old. Eight year old will not like this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably not. Not at all. I I was very. Huh. <laughs> so so that okay that's what they're doing uh, all right yeah that was me pretty much the whole movie there were some parts where i was like eh, but they mostly had to do with wonder woman so <laughs> i miss the days where our superheroes didn't kill people yeah i kind of miss those yeah uh, we still have the them. Point. They're uh, called Marvel movies. I'm, uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get into this. Don't worry. I have a lot of feelings like about this. Like that, uh, <laughs> that, that uh, chart that you sent me from Daredevil Season 2? Yeah. That was like, Daredevil, yeah. killing is bad. <laughs> that guy just threw down the stairs. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. <laughs> Electra, murder's all right. Stick, murder's all right. Punisher, murder's, murder's all right. right. <laughs> Sanctimonious asshole. Hey, hey, hey. Look at you made my phone go off by saying Sanctimonious Asshole. <laughs> it knows when you're talking about it. It Why knows is... when I'm talking about Matt Murdock, yep. Sanctimonious Asshole. Hey, Why you is your text tone not pink? I... <laughs> it really should. It really should. Get, engineer me that sound. Oh, I can do that. And then do it. Okay. Send it to me. Okay. It'll be just like my ringtone. My ringtone for all of you guys is. One day we will explain this to you. You keep saying that after every time. I know. And that one day. But it is not this day. We were drunk. (laughs) Explanation done. It's very simple. Okay, do. There's not much else we can really say that doesn't go into 
spoilery territory, so do we want to drop the spoiler warning? Warning. There will be spoilers. I'm going to spoil the up. whole damn movie from now spoilers on. Spoilers ahead. If you don't want to hear, you should leave the room. Pink. In robot voices. Pink. <laughs> robot pink. All right. In, in, Robo pink. Are you, are you going to stay? <laughs> Are, are you going to leave, or are you going to stay? I want to stay, should but I, I need stay to leave. You need to leave. Now. Okay. So, bye, Pat. Bye, Pat. Bye, Pat. Bye, Pat. She's going to go eat candy and bamboo. I don't have any candy and bamboo. Forage. You're a panda. <laughs> can I dig the comics and just eat no. the comics? No, you cannot eat the comics. Can, can I eat the comics? First of all, why would you want to? Because you're that? not feeding me. Okay, but there's like That's actual restaurants here where you can go That's get real food. That's what happens when you don't feed an animal. It you eats eat comic books. Paper. <laughs> it eats paper. I think My you would go forage like the Scott pretzel teeth maker. are eating through thick comic books. <laughs> Trade paperbacks to be exact. <laughs> Bye, Pat. Bye, Pat. Thank you. All right, guys. So here we go. Get it, Caitlin. Okay. Question. Answer. All of this murder that is happening in this series has fundamentally broken the DC universe. You mean the That's Zack Snyder? That's not a question. <laughs> oh, my, my brother's like, he's like, I'm no, into the DC multiverse. Listen, listen, what is to stop Batman from just fucking killing the Joker? Or any of these? Like, what is to stop Superman from killing any of his villains? What is to? St- I mean, they obviously have no problem throwing people into walls and like killing a bunch of using a car so, as a mace to yes, smash like, another like, car. What What is to stop <laughs> them from going and killing any of their other villains when they've already it's established true. that they're it's okay true. doing that? Which is going to be so, funny in Suicide Squad when what? Batman shows up. He's like, "Oh, he killed those gangsters, but he's going to arrest the Joker." Yeah. I want to. I want to <laughs> point something out here. This is completely within DC continuity as well as within Batman lore. So? So we know what happens. He goes off and goes fucking crazy until he decides not to be that crazy anymore. That's, that's what happens. He's going to stop yeah, killing. Yeah, no, no, but no, 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 no. Superman has already established again. that he's okay with killing too. Not really. Yes. I mean. He kills a guy at the beginning of this movie. He throws a guy through like two walls. Okay. I understand that. What I'm saying is, yeah, not really. He is progressing as a character and becoming less and less okay with killing. He starts out by killing, but that doesn't fundamentally mean that every single person he's ever going to go up against he's going to kill, because otherwise he would have fucking killed Lex Luthor. You know, it's it, the, the, what I was saying is my brother, he's like into the DC multiverse. He's like, oh, no, no, this is just a, a new multiverse. We call it the, the Snyder Murderverse. <laughs> 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 and I'm like... Apt. Very Snyder apt. Murders. The Snyder Murderverse. Oh. But Batman obviously has some, in this movie, even in this movie, has some respect for the innocent slice because the where he sets the traps, he sets it in an abandoned warehouse. But then he, he brings sets it, it completely back. back. Then right. he brings it back. To an abandoned warehouse. Well, it starts at the warehouse, but Doomsday makes it much, it much bigger than bigger the warehouse. Than he can control, but he yeah. still brings it back. Again, I'm not saying that he completely is Which, 100% against killing because he's not. That was, because that that's was, this old Batman. He's not against killing at all. That was this old thing. Batman isn't. The Batman in the comics isn't either. We cannot compare this Bat. Why are you uh, upset about this Batman killing when that's not. Nobody's ever said that he's against killing. No one's ever tried to say because that this it, particular it, Batman's why against killing. Let, why, why are any of these villains alive then? What? Why keep any of them alive? I don't think they are. I think that he's killed them. 
Well, yes, it depends on where they are because they're in the Suicide Squad. Well, that's true. That's Suicide Squad. Yeah. Well, we'll see where Suicide Squad falls in the timeline. We also, again, we also don't know where Suicide Squad. I assume that it falls after that, and I, I'm kind of in between. I bet you it's before. Where you guys are thinking? I was thinking it was before. I bet you it's before. But but at the end of the movie, where he's like, you know, we have to come together and fight and all that stuff. So maybe that's him. You know recommitting to being the Batman well, again. Well, and it is. I mean, I- again, in the comics lore, where we're basing this off of from the fact that Batman doesn't kill, he goes apeshit and starts fucking killing people. And it is what the cool the motive, totem of... Still murder. It doesn't matter. I understand that. But the totem of Robin in... The Robin suit in there. That's the dead Robin. The I really like that. That totem is, pr- is, is him going, look, I, these guys have gone too far. It's my turn to get, come that far again. Yeah. And that's why he uses his guns in this one. And that's why he actually murders in this one. Because he's old. He's he, done this a while. Other and than, he just doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. And again, in the books, it's the teaming up with Superman that causes him to kind of come back around and commit to being the Batman again. Okay, so my first question is what was your favorite thing about the movie? Lex Luthor. Oh yep. God, no. Really? Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's okay, let, no, let's no. let him answer. I, it. I appreciated that uh, Jesse Eisenberg totally went for it um, and he committed to it he 100%. Sure did. He committed to it 100%. I'm not 100% sure it worked. I loved it. That's okay. What did you love about it? Yeah. <laughs> The eccentricness, the yeah. I mean, I, I felt that it fit the tone the of the Max film. And I felt that I liked it. I just, I very much enjoyed it. Every time he was on screen, I was happy. Okay. Did you did you feel at any point that he was channeling the Joker? Yeah. So because okay. Goyer was, was like, curious. "Hey, I was kind of on a script that had a Joker <laughs> in it, and it was successful. Let's do that again." Fucking Goyer. Yeah. Right. But I don't understand why. I, so, so, why did... Okay, let's go back to this. Why didn't you guys like him? Luther? Yes. Because there... Like, I liked him up into a point where he's in... the Not the way that I... Not, not you know, not the, the way he was in the comics, but just the way that he has been portrayed before. Even, even the... Gene Hackman stuff, like which I saw, like little bits of that he pulled from Hackman, like the eccentricness. But Hackman could flip that switch and be menacing. And and for me to be a good villain, you have to have even just a little bit of like menace to you. And I didn't feel that at all. He just seemed like a crazy person. Like even though he had like all these machinations and all these plans and stuff, and he obviously knows what he's doing, he just came really? off. Obviously, he <laughs> uh, well, he came off just just like someone from a loony bin. You know, when you end the when you end the movie, going ding 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 <laughs> ding ding, the bell is ringing ding ding ding. I'm like, that's what. I was hoping at the end it would be the boom, and then you would get that menace. And there were like there were parts in the beginning, like where you get that little twitch in his eye, and I was like, "Oh, okay, is he gonna go like full Fisk? <laughs> is that what he was gonna go for?" But then it just went a completely fucking different direction, and I was just like, "Oh, oh okay." And I think it was the again. I I want menace with my villains. 
Or some kind of, uh, not, not the bouncing what off the wall. What was his motivation, Charles? Why did he want to kill Superman? Because it changed, like, four different times over the course of the movie. What does LexCorp do? See, I thought it was all... I thought, I thought, I thought, that, that, I thought that was... Pretty consistent. That he, so really? He because didn't... at first it was like, oh, I just don't like him for no reason. Well, and well, then he was like, he had a hung up about God. And then he didn't have a hung up about God. Yeah, and then he had a hung up about his... fucking with <laughs> And then he had the a hung up about... coming all, from like, above, not below. <laughs> what? And then the he had a, then he had a thing that apparently, oh, apparently his daddy was mean to him. So now it's like, I was like, what in the ever-loving hell is your motivation, The only... The only solid thing that I got from that is that he, you know, protect Earth from the aliens. That was the basically that's his motivation. Mm-hmm. I but didn't get then that at all. that's I saw that. That's, but, that's exactly no, I, what I agree. But I agree what, with you. Wait, were, regardless of the reasoning behind protecting Earth from the aliens, which is all the different things he's saying, is the bouncing around of the different his different ways of justifying protecting the Earth from the aliens and why the Earth need protecting from the aliens. Ultimately, his motive is to protect Earth from the aliens. All of these probing. other things are just <laughs> and what and probing. Thanks, <laughs> <Sam>. Probing. <laughs> No, but all of these other things are all of these other things are his justification of why he has to feels like he has to be the one to protect Earth from the aliens. But ultimately, his motive is to protect Earth from the aliens. Well, from the by alien. creating an alien, yes, <laughs> by creating a monster. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying logic. it's it's great I logic, never, right, but right. I I did. I have never said that his logic was great. I said that I very much enjoyed his character. Okay. It's, it's interesting to, to um, riding back home with my family. Um, they also asked me, what is what was Lex's motivation? I don't understand why he was doing what he was doing, and I had a hard time answering the question. Mm-hmm. Uh, did so. you guys know that Jimmy Olsen was in this movie? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but let's let's go. Let's For go all of ten minutes. Let's get let's get the uh, the things you like the f- most. Your favorite thing about it out of the way first, Ryan. What was your favorite thing about it? Um, I really I. I it, it, mm. <laughs> that says it all, only folks. One actually, kind of liked it. I liked it. I'm not. I'm, I didn't hate it. I I did like it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like I didn't feel like I wasted my life going to see it. <laughs> if that's by definition, <laughs> um, I really liked the end where the the where Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman are teaming up against Doomsday. Mm-hmm. I actually really liked Doomsday. Like at the end, uh, at the was end, he finally. Looked like Doomsday, yeah, not I, I, like a no, rejected Ninja Turtle. No, I was I was fine <laughs> with him. Yeah, I, true. I was fine I'm with that, and I was not. fine with him building it. I really liked that. Um, I thought they m- melded the storylines together well. Like the Dark like Knight the, Returns like melded with the death of Superman, melding like, the, the sprinkling of Killing Joke. Yeah. Um, I thought that that was okay. Um, I just yeah they. I guess we'll go on to what we didn't like later. So I'm going to stop then. Okay. <laughs> what did you like, Caitlin? Um, I I really did like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I, I, I was waiting for it. I, I'm <laughs> I'm more excited for her solo movie now. Yes. I think oh, so uh, Gal Gadot absolutely brought it, and I thought she was fantastic during that final team up thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if her motivation as to why she wanted that picture really didn't make any sense, because yeah, okay. Um, I thought uh, Batfleck was more or less very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't quite understand why they needed to show him doing CrossFit. <laughs> Beating the shit out of a tire. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's lovely. Because he didn't have a shirt. 
whatever. And did you see the? <laughs> did you see the training still? Did you see the? Can still kick ass. The scar tissue they put on his back to cover up the giant phoenix tattoo he has on his back yes. now. Oh, I didn't know he had that. Um, yeah, midlife I, crisis. I, uh, <laughs> I love the fact that Jeremy Irons, uh, Alfred. Just kind of sitting back and going, "You're such a fucking idiot!" <laughs> like I'm, he's just so over Batman's shit, and I loved that. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. I wanted more of Jeremy Irons. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, so a, a lot of mine were the same. I liked, th- other than the few lines that were just not good lines. I really enjoyed. Ben Affleck, Batman. I thought he did great. I thought he was a great Bruce Wayne. Yes, he was a really good Bruce Wayne. Like, there's the part where he's going to set the the thing to download the computer core. I was like, that that seems like Bruce Wayne from the even the current Batman stuff, yeah. where he's still being Batman as Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I loved that. Uh, yeah, the voice Batman wasn't was stupid. The voice wasn't. I, I liked the Bell. fact that they made fun of it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with the voice. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with his microphone. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I loved Alfred. Mm-hmm. He was he was perfect. Um, Wonder Woman was hands down my favorite part about it because I just like when she's fighting Doomsday and she gets knocked back and she gets that little smirk on her face like, you son of a... All right, we're doing this. <laughs> and she jumps back in there and it reminded me of like like between the, the movies and reading the comics of, of like Thor. Like when Thor gets in that battle and he's like, ah, this is great. I got that same feeling from her and I'm like, good. That's how I like Wonder... That's the Wonder Woman in the... Like where she's, you know, she's a beast. She's going to kill... Everything she can. I, Haven't I they love established that. that she is the best fighter in the DCU? Yeah. Yeah. And I just love that she was like, um, like they didn't go, like, I kind of wanted them to go a little more into her, but I'm also kind of glad that they didn't. I thought she had like the right amount of exposure in this where she's getting on the plane and she sees it and she's just like, ah, God damn it. <laughs> I got to get off the plane. And then when she's walking away and the lady says, Miss Prince. <laughs> that yeah, was great. I had a little nerd moment then. I did that too. Was, yeah, that I did was too. great. And then she just shows up and whoops ass. Like everyone else is getting their ass kicked. And she's going toe to toe with this giant fucking alien monster thing, which is another one of my favorite lines when she goes, This, this isn't from our world. She's like, I've had, or This isn't my first time fighting monsters from other worlds. I was like, Yes! But yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. And I actually did like. Uh, they gave Superman a couple lines where he was like, you know, why did you bring the fight away from the abandoned island? Or the news report that said oh, yeah. this entire oh, yeah. district is closed and there's out no people. Of their way exactly. they did. to say there's nobody being hurt, audience. They audience, even, there's no one here. And they audience, even, there is no innocent bystanders, they, audience. And they wanted you to believe it because they brought in fucking Anderson Cooper to tell you that there was no people there. Oh shit, Anderson Cooper said that. All right. Luckily, the downtown is abandoned at the moment. I don't yeah. know why downtown's abandoned, but it's abandoned. It's abandoned. Everyone's home, sleeping. <laughs> Um, 
And then the other that's how cities work. The other thing that I really liked was well, his, his in, small. In, in their defense, if you're in Metropolis and something happens, you're gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> which, which that was one thing that I said to Ryan when we were watching it when they did like the end of Man of Steel f- from Batman's perspective. Yes, that and they're was all, that was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. And they're movie. all sitting in the building, and the alien ship starts blowing stuff up, and he waits for a call from Bruce Wayne to tell people to get the fuck out of the building. I'm like. Wouldn't you do that when you see a goddamn alien ship four blocks away? Just, okay, fuck this job. I'm out of here. I know you, and you would run towards the ship. I, I liked... I liked um, Cause I'm not like, saying it's aliens, but aliens. <laughs> I just run at him. I'm Daredevil! I, I, <laughs> no, I liked, not, you idiot. I liked that scene because it very much encapsulated how angry Bruce Wayne was about that whole situation. Yeah, that was yeah, probably one of my good. favorite scenes you in the whole movie. You let your family die! Yeah. I liked... And the other thing that I liked, the last... One that I want to touch on before we move on was uh, was the uh, Aquaman when he came yeah. oh, when he came no, out no, no, and no. he had like people the glowy been, eyes. I people was like, have been God, comparing so that awesome. to the Zoolander <laughs> <laughs> commercial. <laughs> yes, and now I can't see anything else. See, and I'm like, I lo- see, no, I lo- like that the the shot where he's in the dark and they just show the reflection of the eyes and then he comes out. But then it's when he fucking swims away. With the same effect that Superman has when he flies away, I was like, "Oh, that was fucking awesome!" Can we get into so, that? Into the what? The fact that Can we get into Bat- Aquaman. That Batman emailed Brian Wonder wants- Woman trailers for the next three <laughs> yeah, DC movies. Like, Here, watch these YouTube videos. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you notice that they opened them in the order that they're being released? Yeah, I Boy, did not. I did yeah. not. Yeah, oh, that's they, funny. They, they, yeah, that's and funny. Flash is first. I no, Wonder opened- Woman was first. Because yeah, he Wonder opened Woman's the first. Wonder Woman one, and then That's she true. opened the Flash. other ones. Then she opened Flash, Aquaman, and then Cyborg. Fucking mm-hmm. Cyborg. Um. Yeah. That the mo- Cyborg we, with the mother box. We got into this during my Defenders panel because my Defenders panel, I talked a lot about show don't tell when it comes to world building. That is a perfect example of showing and not telling. I have listened to a bunch of people come up with a bunch of other ways that you could have introduced Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg that doesn't involve showing YouTube videos of the trailers for the next couple of movies. Like, why couldn't Flash be in Metropolis during that battle and you just see him zoom in and stop somebody from a robbery during that fight? I'm I'm going to put this out there. I am 100% biased on this, so it's not going to be a, a, a valid statement, but it is an opinion. When they did Dream Sequence 5, um, when the Flash showed up and the guy popped out, I was like, nope, yeah, nope, not, not the Flash, not like, the Flash. I was my not a fl- fan of that Flash. I was like, my Flash is on CW every Tuesday night. That's did you notice my Flash. that Ezra Miller Fuck had a stupid p- ponytail in his little video, too? <laughs> I was like, that is not Barry Allen. <sighs> I, was, I just saw it, and I'm like, oh my god, no. Ugh. No, I think, like part of my soul checked out at that point i was just like robot time travel suit not my bit nope it's just <laughs> there were so many other ways that they like did lex luther come up with all of their emblems <laughs> like did he like this is something that was brought up i don't even think about that <laughs> this was brought up on the weekly planet and they talked about how did like lex luther send it down to marketing and say so i need you guys to come up with an emblem for a guy that runs really fast oh, oh a lightning bolt let's that go with is that funny it's just that it was funny. so i didn't even think about that <laughs> i didn't think about that i i am a big fan of subtlety and that was about as unsubtle as you could <laughs> fucking get and i mentioned it during wow, our defenders panel that, that 
I said, you know, I, first of all, I asked the audience, you know, who, who of you have seen Batman v Superman? And I knew Jimmy and Shannon and Jay had already seen it because it I saw them. Didn't Shannon go, ugh. Uh-huh. Yes, <laughs> yes. And he's one, of the fa- he's one of the DC fans on that podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, there is a scene in Batman v Superman, and you will know it when you see it, that is the opposite of what I want when it comes to world building. Was that what you were talking about? Yes. Okay. That is the scene I was talking about during that panel. Because that is not how you world built. There were so many other ways they could have mm-hmm. introduced that. Um, what, one other thing that was kind of like, it, I, it was weird. Also, be- why was she, why did she want that picture so bad? Like, does it show that she's really old? Because you could just go, that's not me. It's just a yeah, person who looks I, like I me. wonder like, if it, it's, it's not like she could have taken it. Like she, it's a digital picture. And she's like, I just wanted to confirm that he had the digital copy of my picture. Like, sure. I yeah. Like, like I, I, there's just, a couple theories that think maybe it has something to do with the fact that you can see Chris Pine as Steve Trevor in it. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's it, the most attractive like, to him oh, that I've I ever like, been. Oh, it's Wonder Woman and her, and her Howling Commandos. From World <laughs> That's War what I, I thought too. Well, like they got the Navajo guy and the mm-hmm. Scottish dude, mm-hmm. and yeah, they got they got everyone. But um, one thing that was kind of like that I liked, and then I didn't like was lines from Superman where there were some lines where I was like, that sounds like consider this mercy, which was the the exact opposite of what I would think Superman would say. And it's just, if I wanted to kill you, you'd be already, already dead. He said that before. Yeah. He said that before. So that's one. But like when he's talking about, when he's talking about, yeah, when he's talking about saving people and he's like, I've, you know, I, wasn't gonna let them die i'm like that is that's that's a fucking superman line like that but then two scenes later he could consider this mercy and then he flies away i'm well, like yeah the, the, i was david goyer and zack snyder have no idea how to write superman at all yeah it it's he and he's not the easiest to write because if you just write him like the comics it's gonna be boring as hell he's already really? a terrible character so so but so, you, terrible characters can work if you bounce them against other decent yeah, exactly, characters you bounce exactly them against, what they do with captain america yeah, yeah exactly I agree we've with had that. this discussion but i think superman is another version of captain america he's the yeah. greatest human being only yeah. more powerful so you bounce him against somebody like oh i don't know Batman, <laughs> and then you yeah. get a much more interesting movie without having to sacrifice basic and you know, character stuff. Now that stuff. I think about it, he was the like he said those lines when he was with Batman. When it would have been better for him to show the the opposite side, to show the opposite side of it, like uh, when he goes uh, to to fight him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! If he would have just fucking fight, if he just would have stood still. <laughs> And talk to him instead no. of walking menacingly towards yes, Batman. That, that is the Come here, Bruce. I need to talk to you. This, that is a perfect yeah, whoa, example whoa, 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 whoa. Of, a, of a situation that could be solved by two seconds of conversation by two men that are supposed to but, be very smart. But then they well, wouldn't be so, being. Right. And, <laughs> and that was the most Superman, underwhelming goddamn fight ever. Superman did attempt to have that conversation. Yeah, yeah but and Batman did, was walking away. And Superman was just like, the what the hell? Time. Yeah, man. he gave up and he didn't come off looking unthreatening. When you are that powerful, you need to go hands up. I, you know what? You know what? I'm. I need to talk to you right now. But this is I, very important. I did like the fight, though. Like See, I when didn't at all. I did I like the, the fight. fight when the second that because you know Superman's beating the hell out of Batman and then Batman beats the hell out of Superman, but it's that that next little round of it when the kryptonite gas whatever wears you know, off. Superman was a fucking idiot and got hit in the face with the <laughs> same kryptonite gra- gas twice. <laughs> Batman's smart. He's got plans. 
No, this Batman, Batman was fucking stupid um, too. But but no, I like that when he got when he got his I second see you round. Over there, Charles. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm not able to jump in just because I have the exact opposite opinion of every when he single got, person um, here. When he got like that second you know, when he got his strength back and Batman's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> just that little split second. I love that. And, and then the he fight, slowly I, reloaded his grenade launcher. I enjoyed I enjoyed the fight. The fight I really enjoyed because that's what people came to see. Yeah, and it's like what once, they came to see. It's what the marketing was got, based on and it yeah. was all of maybe 10 minutes long. Once he got hit in the in face. In a two and a half hour movie. Did you expect them to fight longer? Yes. Why? Why not? Because it wouldn't make sense for them to fight longer. I honestly did. Or maybe more than one Exactly fight. what I expected basically was what happened. They are going to talk about fighting a lot they're gonna fight they're gonna then team up and fight the bigger villain why couldn't there have been an earlier fight one where you know stupid batman a, goes up a, against superman a second and gets the, fight to the death the first one <laughs> of like a short one just right. like batman. they want it you want a two fights to the yeah, death why not? because the two of them are not going to once the fight happens the two of them are not going to stop until yeah, why it couldn't, is over why couldn't superman the, hey guys, it's going to be over is batman around a little bit dying. at the very beginning and you know guys. like Batman then backs off and goes, okay, I need to reevaluate this situation and come up with another way to stop this guy. Guys, you're forgetting something. Martha. Oh, God. <laughs> no, trust me. That was the worst. That was the worst part. Oh, my God. That's such terrible writing. I was trying to your, stop you. Your t- mom's was... name Martha? My name mom's name Martha. Are we Did best friends? You guys were being a little hard there, so I had to, Why'd I had you to say bring that name? some Martha. Why did yeah. you say that? That, was, what does that, 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 mean? that was the low point in the movie. Oh honestly. my god! Other the than Flash, teamed up. The reason they teamed up was the worst part about the entire movie. Yeah, I, I did. How, is but, it really? Okay, so all, I mean, you liked the movie. I mean, we're, we're all intelligent people. Is that really why they teamed up? Because their moms' names were the same. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I can't thing. come up with another reason either. No, that's exactly. It was because he realized that Superman had a mom. So, so Superman should and have landed so, you know, and just said, like, mom's mom was about to die. <gasps> like, like Batman, a smart Batman, if he actually wanted to learn something about his enemies, he could have, I don't know, surveilled Superman, yeah. seen him interacting with Lois Lane, you know, see him Lex, interacting with another Martha. You know, Lex Luthor did, because the Lex entire Luthor knew everybody's movie. secret identities well, the entire movie. That's one of the things I actually really liked about this <laughs> yeah. movie, was the, in- the intelligence behind the other characters. Yeah. That Guess what, Bruce Wayne's secret identity? Not that secret to Lex well, that, and to the most that's of what these I liked people. It, that's what I liked and about Superman's Superman. identity. Not that secret because if you were any sort of intelligent person in these worlds, I you liked, would know who they were. I liked when Superman landed and just was like, "Bruce, we got to talk." Right, <laughs> and there was, and it was like, "Well, of course you would know." Right. A, he, like I like that that they didn't go into the explanation of, and- "Oh, he's Bruce." He heard him talking to Alfred at the party. And he's got fucking X-ray vision, so he can look they through the goddamn mask. They know they they don't know who each other are. Like no, flat out, they know who each other okay. are. Here. Uh, uh, one thing is, uh, does Zack Snyder need to kill Jeffrey Dean Morgan at the beginning of every movie now? <laughs> is that what he needs to do? And when they showed his like. Uh, there's a pic- painted picture of Jeffrey Dean Morgan like in the background of a boardroom and it was blurry and I was like is that a fucking painting of Ron Swanson back there? Because <laughs> he had that thick ass mustache and he's got a square head I was like I kind of really wish that's a picture of Ron Swanson in the Wayne oh. boardroom Oh man um, So next thing How do you guys feel about dream sequences? Oh. I really 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 think that the one wasn't a dream sequence. The one that led to the, not the Flash showing up? The dark yeah. side one? 
the, the precision laser eyes dubstep. dubstep precision laser eyes is exactly what I said <laughs> yeah. to him. Yeah, I think that one is not a dream sequence. I think they yeah. played it off so as a I dream actually, sequence. I actually thought they would, when the Flash showed up and he's like, you need to protect about. Lois Lane, I was like, are they calling for injustice? They are. That's what I, I and I was like, oh, I'm interested now. That might be interesting because mm-hmm. I really like injustice. Injustice is like one of the few DC oh, yeah. stuff that I've actually read. What are you two doing? He couldn't remember what we were talking oh, okay. about, so I was explaining. We're talking about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> he, he could he couldn't remember what dream sequence we were talking about. We were talking about because there was that real. many. Can we talk about how Jonathan Kent showed up and started talking about diverting river for that no goddamn so, reason? No, it, it's Batman's parents are the worst parents in the world. You mean like, Superman's parents? Sorry, just kidding. Superman's parents Batman's are the worst. Parents are dead. Batman's parents <laughs> are also <laughs> the worst parents in the world because they're so, dead. By, um, by being absent. I, I, really, you know, I don't like that Superman's parents keep telling him to stop saving people. Yeah. It drives me crazy. You don't owe this planet anything. Why the hell not? Why did you like that part, Charles? What part? The part where Batman's or Superman's parents tell him to not save people and to not be Superman. Did I say I like? You that said you liked the movie, so I assumed you liked that part because I didn't like it. No, I liked the movie. That doesn't mean I said that. <laughs> he is goading you. Oh, did you see that so, he threw so the lasso so, around so your neck? So I, I can't even say <laughs> kid that did something bad. Look on his face right now. <laughs> I didn't say I hate. I like every piece of that movie. I did not say it was a brilliant movie. I, I said understand. overall, I enjoyed the movie. Oh, and I'm funny. excited to see what's I, coming. I understand up next. that part. I was just there's a lot of really fucked up, stupid shit that happens in that movie. I know, it's, it's, it's especially. True. At the end, the dark side thing where he throw where he takes the spear and Superman dies. Oh, Doomsday! Why the Dooms- f- yeah. Doomsday? Sorry, why the hell didn't he just throw the spear? It is a fucking spear. After why all. didn't he give it to, to Wonder, Wonder Woman? Woman. <laughs> well, right. Why didn't he throw the spear and Wonder Woman impale him and everybody? Lives. I would have loved that. Right. I because want him Superman to throw the spear and then, like Wonder Woman jump and hit it with her with shield, her shield or something. like just pimp slap it through his chest. Fuck yeah. that would have been awesome. Yeah. But, and then the spear would have went out so, the yeah. other side and went tink. There was. <laughs> <laughs> There was some stupid shit that happened in that movie. So, Overall, so even as someone, I left even that as movie someone, and I enjoyed it. So Liking even, a movie and loving a movie are not the same thing. So, even as someone who is, would you admit that even it's just kind of a mess? Even if, if even if yeah, you did I, like it, I said it, it was an enjoyable it mess. Has, it was it a hot has mess. poor pacing. Yes. God, it has so the pacing of a Michael Bay movie where there's not a whole lot of story. They're trying to tell too much story, and in trying to tell as much story as they do, they don't succeed at actually telling a story. No. Yeah, and so it has terrible pacing, and mm-hmm. I truly think that the DVD, if if they cut out, you know, if they looked at it and went, "Oh shit, this is too much," and they cut out all of the story pro- progressing plot lines, because you know Warner Brothers was like, "Hey, the action scenes were too much money; you can't cut that shit out." <laughs> then that could actually be better, and it could be a better film. See, I already thought it felt so stuff. freaking long as it was. The idea yeah, of having to watch so did Watchmen, 30- and I loved Watchmen and the extended cut of Watchmen, so. I'm okay with long movies. Yeah. Um, oh, I am too. I can take a break if I need to at home. Like I'm, I am fine yeah. with long movies. If you need to tell, use a long movie to tell me the full story. Tell me the whole story. Don't cut shit out just to make it just to cut for time. Mm. I'd rather sit through a three hour good movie than a two and a half hour bad movie. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, that's what just, I'd rather. I just but. can't think of what they could possibly do that would fundamentally fix More all words. of the broken stuff that's in this movie. More in words. thirty minutes, like mm-hmm. literally. It's, a lot of it, it could be five to ten minutes, but just actual scenes of story progressing. Because the, my problem with it was the pacing was awful and the story didn't progress, mm-hmm. really okay. progress at all. That being said, I really enjoyed it. I liked that it was a setup movie for the, for the rest of them. I didn't, the whole 
symbols thing was kind of dumb, but I didn't mind that he had surveillance and that Lex knew about these other people, these yeah. other things. He's I didn't a mind smart he, guy. Right. It makes sense. It makes sense that he knows of these other metas out there that are existing and no one else does. It makes sense that he knows who Bruce is, that he knows all of these things. He's a smart guy and his, he's using his company as a front to dig for this shit. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just um, worried that we only have two movies between uh, Justice League. And that is Suicide Squad, which is probably going to have nothing to do with Wonder Justice Woman, League, right? and right. Wonder Woman, and Wonder is, Woman's an origin story. I hope that's so. Uh, the idea so that we're going to be going from Batman v Superman to Justice League, yeah. essentially, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm worried. I'm oh, I worried. think it's a, I think it's a stupid move that they move Justice League up uh, before Flash and Aquaman because originally Justice League wasn't coming until it was going to be Wonder Woman, Flash, and Aquaman were all going to get their films before yeah. we got a Justice mm-hmm. League film. I'm worried about that, but I still am excited to see where they're going with it. I still want to worried see Flash. I want to see Aquaman. I even want to see the Cyborg movie. Like, well, yeah, I I'm, want to see I'm, where Ray they're Fisher's going with all of these things. Worried's a strong word. My only question about that is, is it are the Aquaman and Flash movies going to take place before the Justice League movie? Who knows? In timeline? Or Wonder Woman probably sure. afterwards. The Wonder Woman is, is an origin story that yeah. takes place during World War I. Wonder know? Woman yeah, takes I, place I know during her, that. But hers is before the movie, Snapshot. so yeah. we're good. I'm yeah. just saying after Justice yeah, I don't League know. comes out, no, you've got they, I don't they know. haven't said. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I really hope it's, you know, maybe events after. So. Well, because it's Justice League Part 1, then those two mm-hmm. movies, then Part 2. Yeah. just seems... Um, Unnecessarily convoluted. <laughs> so, yeah. though I, I really did enjoy the little um, cyborg mini trailer thing, I thought, like, visually, that was freaking awesome, where he's just, like, a torso, mm-hmm. yeah. and then the mother box mm-hmm. goes and jumps. I love that. But, and listen, I know. I know they're afraid of the character. You I just want it. Green Lantern. But you have every other stuff. Stable, what's the word I'm trying? The characters, yeah, the founding members of the Justice League, except for Martian Manhunter, except Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern. But even Martian Manhunter came on. It was Green Lantern, Flash, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. That's true. That was it. That Mm -hmm. was the beginning of the Justice League, and then Martian Manhunter and all these other people came in. And I know they're afraid of the character. It just it it's just one of those things that it's like he, even though it. There's a bad taste in everyone's mouth. He is a character that people will know. And it would have been great if they would have thrown like a John Stewart. That would in have been there. awesome. So you don't have to have Hal Jordan, even though that's that's who I like, you would have a Green Lantern in there and it would have been a good introduction to a, another minority character into their into their universe. I thought that would have been great. And I guess they're doing the same thing with Cyborg. But it it just and it just doesn't have the history behind it i guess and that that bothered me it was just kind of like a letdown and then i heard that there's going to be no green lantern in the justice league movies nothing at all in any of them and i'm just like that being a big green lantern fan that takes all almost all of my excitement out of it and then i was going to be like oh well the flash is and i like the flash and then i saw the flash and i was like oh yeah i'm not no, a big fan of the flash no. but like Especially when he came and did the whole, oh, shit, yeah. I'm too early. Like, that was yeah, just... Yeah, I was like, no, nope, good. nope, nope, you know. But, okay, so there was recently a Supergirl Flash crossover episode, and it was Super probably Flash. the most fucking delightful thing I have ever seen <laughs> in my life. S- it was the, adorable. 
Oh, that Grant Guskins and Melissa Bonones' faces are the physical embodiment of sunshine and rainbows. That's <laughs> great. I, I went on Facebook when I was watching it. I was like, how come Barry <laughs> Allen showing up in anything instantly makes it fantastic? Mm-hmm. And, I think uh, because his writers have a uh, little something to do with that. When he comes on the show, they get to write it a little well, bit. So, yeah. but Supergirl is also uh, you know along the same vein. But it was it there was a lot of heart to it. Mm-hmm. It was one our episode and it felt good at the beginning and it felt good at the end um what do you think the guy uh, that snyder could have taken from that and instituted with beavis oh it's funny you should ask because I wrote an entire article about that today. Oh my today. god, it's like I knew. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. checked the Facebook page yeah, today, I, so I know. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I actually pitched this to Kyle last night and then just wrote it anyway. <laughs> Kyle was like, ah, oh, and you're like, shut up, it's already done. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, no, he gave me a thumbs up after I'd already written it. But I, I came up with three things that I think that DC needs to look at their TV universe and apply it to their movie universe. Uh, okay. So the first thing was the importance of character dynamics. And uh, basically I talk about one of the reasons that people like crossover events is you get to see different characters interact. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Barry Allen was introduced before he became the Flash in an Arrow episode, but it wasn't until halfway through the first season of Flash that they really crossed the two over. Supergirl's nearly done with her first season, and Constantine, while canceled, still had a season to develop. You need to let individual characters develop into their own people before you can appreciate watching the two of them bounce off of each other. I have no idea what, put it, what Barry Allen in the Justice League movie is going to be like butting heads with Aquaman because I haven't met either of them. The characters haven't had time to develop as individuals, so I can appreciate the conflicting personalities for when they team up. Uh, the second thing I said was different genres makes for interesting tonal shifts. Arrow has been billed as the more serious and grounded of the DC television shows. It was the one that kicked us off, so they didn't really embrace comic book origins until it became obvious we, viewers were willing to accept that. The Flash is more fantastic or and lighter-hearted, but is still very much geared towards a teen demographic. Supergirl is bright and a fun family show that seems more eager to bring in a young audience. All of the DC shows are very different tone-wise, and that shift is what makes team-ups interesting. Barry calling Oliver out for using the various tragedies as his life for being a downer. Kara being super excited when Barry zooms away to demonstrate his speed and returns with ice cream. And John Ice, Constantine, and his magic budding heads with the much more grounded Oliver. All of these interactions are interesting because they are so different. The DC movies have thus far all felt very the same, very serious and almost depressing. Now perhaps the Wonder Woman... Or Flash or Aqua movies will feel very different from each other, but we only get Wonder Woman before Justice League. If the movies all end up feeling the feeling like the same, uh, feel end up feeling the same tone, then there isn't going to be any reason to look forward to the meshing of genres that comes with crossovers and team ups. <clears throat> yeah. The third thing I said, sorry, oh, no, was your television universe works, so stop disregarding it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right. The yeah. most uh, the most successful. That was the other thing I said. I was like, the most successful DC show that they have on right now is Flash. Mm-hmm. And then I see what they did with the Flash in the movie, and I was like, oh, come on, Warner okay, Brothers. So- I'm not, say, I'm not saying that DC should follow the same model as Marvel and have everything take place in the same universe. It's fine that DC is keeping their movies and television shows separate, but they're doing so in a very odd way. As I said, they have introduced the idea of the multiverse in The Flash. And when Barry arrived in Supergirl, he was in a different universe. 
That episode didn't feel contrived or confusing because of that connection. Barry spent a few minutes explaining it in the universe, explaining it in the episode, and then everyone moved on because in this world, aliens exist, so parallel universe is the strangest thing. The Flash first acknowledged this connection by showing Supergirl as he was passing through to Earth 2. Why can't DC do the same thing with their movies? They seem to be going out of their way to keep the two of them separate when they can just claim the multiverse and stop kneecapping its television series for its movies. For example, the Arrow and Flash have been dropping Easter eggs for Green Lantern for a while now, but they won't bring them in because they eventually bring in the lanterns into the movie universe. Arrow had to kill off their version of the Suicide Squad and several characters because the movie is coming out. Why not just say the movies are are yet another Earth in the multiverse and stop hurting the shows that work? It gives fans something to look forward to should DC decide to do something like Crisis on Infinite Earths plotline from the comics and bring every, everyone in from the various Earth. The general public has been very receptive of stranger concepts, so if CC would just admit that these are very different universes connected by the multiverse and let them do each do their own thing, everyone would benefit, benefit from it. You are already going to have Flash in the movies and on television, so why not green two, lan- two Green Lanterns or Deadshots? All DC is doing is saying that their movies are more important when it's the television shows that are the things that people are loving. You, you ready for my... my uh overall master plan for uh what cw should do okay stuff. i'll let ryan looks like he wants to say something so go ahead i just had a thought when you said the, sure, go the, ahead. the crisis on infinite earths um what if they do because you know how barry's dad was the old flash mm-hmm. what if they do that oh yeah that would be so fun yeah why not the possibility mm-hmm. of limitless yeah. parallel universes why not have fun with it yeah, yeah. Barry that, meets wh- his dad as the other flash all, his dad's all, actually all, they, need do, all they would need to do is what? show a flash of something from weird. the movies as barry is traveling yeah. between the various earths, just like they did with supergirl yeah. Um, so this, this is what I, like, I've, I've told you guys before, I think a really awesome CW show would be, like, Bloodhaven, where it would be, like, Dick Grayson and Barbara Gordon, right? Yes. And so, when, in the future, when they make my show, um, they can introduce, like, Tim Drake into mm-hmm. that show as, as Robin, or Red Robin, or whatever. And then, Robin. if they got, if they got in the, <laughs> in the... In Supergirl, they bring up Project Cadmus, yep. which is mm. where Superboy comes from. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Superboy! I was and, super excited. And yes. then, yeah, and then they have excited. that. And then they <laughs> now they also have Martian Manhunter. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's Who not looks a ste- fantastic. Yeah, by the that's way, not, that's, he does. that's a step away and from having his niece. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can set up, and then you can even use Speedy from Arrow, mm-hmm. and you have a Teen Titan show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make it happen. Green Arrow, or Green Arrow, Green. Ah, Martian Manhunter. He is green. Is Martian Manhunter is green. Martian Manhunter is so good. Like the character is so good in that. He is. Supergirl. He's he's well placed. It's true to the character. That was uh, that was pretty. I think that was pretty much the turning point for a lot of people. Yeah. Because a lot of people had me. checked out of Supergirl. I was about to. Yeah, a lot of people were either getting ready or already checked out of Supergirl, and then they revealed that, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh shit!" And then they're like. Wait a minute! Not only have they introduced Martian Manhunter, he actually looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Because and he just whooped Supergirl's ass. He did <laughs> when was she was awesome. on Red Kryptonite. That was awesome. That was a great episode. And there, and they also say like uh, they do like a flashback, and guys holding the gun to his head, and he's like, "This guy is the most dangerous thing on the planet." You know who said that? Superman. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, I like Martian Manhunter. He's awesome." Um, so I think we should spend the last couple seconds of the podcast 
and talk about Jimmy Olsen's last couple seconds. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jimmy that Olsen, is just, that CIA is just, agent. That is just the epitome of what this series feels about Bam. the more kind of fantastical and lighthearted elements of Superman's origins. He didn't even get a name. He didn't even get a name. They didn't even give him a name. You didn't know that was like you saw a photographer and I was with Lois Lane. I was like, oh, is that Jimmy Olsen? And they shoot him in the fucking head. I was like, oh, that can't be Jimmy Olsen. There's no way they would kill off Jimmy goddamn Olsen. No, they did. Did you did you did you read the interview with Zack Snyder when he's talking about it? Uh He's like. Yeah, even though we don't have room for all of these characters in our universe, we can still have fun with them. So his By definition shooting of fun them in with the them face. is killing them. What if somebody? What if the next person who decides to take over Man of Steel wanted to have Jimmy Olsen? Oh wait, never mind. No, they can't now because he's fucking dead. Well, they Superman can always Kent. fly around the planet uh, in reverse no, time. The other thing too, they also killed Clark Kent. So when Superman yes. comes back, there will be no Clark Kent. Yep. He is dead. If there is only he'll, the Superman. He'll be Archie something something. <laughs> what the fuck's his name now? I don't know. Archie something. I don't know. Um, so Archie Williams. Thank you guys for listening Hello, to hi. us rant and the arguments ensue between Leonard Storson and Superior Caitlin. I tried really hard not to interrupt this time. I noticed. I'm very proud of you. Because he had it happen to him at but, the panels, no. and now he's been humbled. <laughs> no, it's just because that if I interrupted, I was just going to go off, and no one was going to talk. <laughs> Oh, keep it in. Bring it. Bottle it up. <laughs> I did. I bottled it up. Well, while you're bottling that up, go ahead and plug your shit. Take it out on your pillow later. Bite that pillow, Charles. I'm not the only one who went there. I, nope. I think everyone but Sam went there. <laughs> Surprisingly. <laughs> the, wow. Hey, Never Sam. mind. How you doing? <laughs> hey, see you. Anyway, come buy my shit. At the nerd store, I he have awesome pillows. comics. I do actually. I do have pillows. I do. I have nerd <laughs> pillows out there. We have socks, lots of socks. <laughs> and now Sam's on need. the team. <laughs> there we go. Uh, yeah, pillows and should, socks. Should, should the teenage boys make sure they pick up lots of socks? Yes. Yeah, they're actually on sale right now. So they you have can, cakes. You get the you utility and the cleanup. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Sam. <laughs> Oh You're too far away, otherwise I would high-five you. <laughs> oh, man. Go, go, Gadget, high-five. So, so anyway, come come buy all of your good nerdy needs at uh, the nerd store. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so dirty. <laughs> uh, the question is, but remember, you buy the matching pillow and the socks, or do you get two different characters? <laughs> <laughs> Why just remember, are you don't just come to the nerd store for porn. Well, we lost one of the pair. Uh, Are these pre-starts? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm done. I'm done. You sure? Yes. You sure? Do you need a few more minutes? No. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. Uh, he's been sitting over there patiently waiting for us to get done bitching. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, read my stuff on watchplayread.com. I did not see a movie this week because nothing really came out and the one movie that was screening I almost fell asleep while driving home after the con so I didn't go a chance to see it mm. but uh, I did write you can see my full article talking about what I think DC should learn from the Superman uh, the Supergirl uh, Flash crossover I'm also planning another piece that I want to get up in the next couple days talking about how Marvel is both sucking and really doing well and killing it on TV because mm. I do think that they are some things that they need to fix um 
Kyle also has stuff up. He also wrote, you can see full reviews for Batman v Superman on Watch Play Read from me and from Kyle. Um, like and follow Watch Play Read on Twitter and Facebook. We do giveaways for, t- for uh, free movie screenings in not only the Salt Lake City area, but also Portland and Seattle. And also follow me on Twitter at, at Katie's Movies. We can get into loud discussions about comic book stuff. You can see our sweet stuff. Defenders picture. Yes. We put, I, put, I retweeted our uh, sweet Defenders picture. Yeah. You can see me drinking cheap vodka. <laughs> sweet Defenders. Yep. <laughs> sweet Christmas. Sweet Christmas. Because <laughs> we had a Luke Cage. I did. Luke um, Cage. Yeah, go uh, follow us on Twitter uh, at the Nerd Dome. And on Instagram, it's just Nerd Dome Podcast. We, we do things there now, since there's a person that does that. And we have a person that does that. We have a person that does that. We got people oh, for that. Oh, and thank you to everybody who came out to our panels yes. and went to go see Charles at his booth at yes. FanX. Thank you to the person who came up and said that they listened to the, top of the podcast at one of my panels. I don't remember which one it was. Thank you. That was yeah, very and, nice. And, and all the people that, that were on the panels with yes, us. Yes, thank you to all of our cool fellow peoples. panelists. We had the cool ladies peoples. from Hello Sweetie, McCord. Jeremiah, all those guys. Geek Trent. Show guys. Greek, Geek Show guys, yes. Yep. Trent. Trent, Trent is my favorite Trent. panelist to be on with. <laughs> I love Trent. Because he doesn't dismiss you like most. Like, <laughs> uh, like, <laughs> when we all disagree, he's the one who goes, yeah, I could see some points behind that. I, I'd still disagree with you. Where everyone else is like, oh my God, Charles! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Charles! <laughs> I know my opinion's unpopular. I don't give a shit. Fucking hipster. <laughs> You're gonna hear my opinion anyway. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Don't forget to subscribe. You may now exit the dome. Now that you've exited the Nerd Dome, head on over to PodHell.com and download all of the latest episodes from all the podcasts on the PodHell Network. That's PodHell.com. If you'd like, you can head over to iTunes and subscribe to our iTunes to automatically be updated when our episodes drop. Again, that's PodHell.com, and we'll see you next week.